Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How's it going? I hope everyone's doing well. I still don't know what my introduction is going to look like. That's why I am not going to do an introduction just yet. But I am actually just going to talk about um, what today's episode is going to be looking like. And we will start by saying, first of all, I do know now what I am going to be naming my podcast. And it's going to be Quranic Quests. And the reason for that name is because I have been reading a lot of Quran lately and I've actually been trying to memorize the Quran so I have been catching a lot of different meanings and reading the tafsir of, uh, of the Quran and honestly it's just been mesmerizing like the amount of stuff and information that the Quran has in that you can interpret and read the tafsirs about and just actually explain it is a lot and i don't think anyone could actually be able to um transcribe the quran and do the tafsir of the quran like a hundred percent fully so um speaking of which or to continue on what i was trying to say this in this episode is going to be inspired by ramadan so it is just a ramadan inspired episode and we're going to be i am going to be just talking about the goals that i have for this ramadan and the number one goal that i have this ramadan is intentions and the reason why is because every single thing that we have to do in life not even just for ramadan or as a ram or as a ramadan goal has to be based on intentions first um anything that you do in life literally and if we actually look at the Nawawi's 40 hadiths, the very first hadith that um, they talk about in that book is actually intentions. Um, and that just means that all of, um, of the things that you want to do in life has to be based on your intentions. Um, you have to have good intentions even even like if you think about it in that way like even sleeping if you have the intention of sleeping because you just want to have better health and actually be able to wake up tomorrow morning with 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 more power and more energy to actually supplicate your time and dedicate your time to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you are gonna be given hasanat just for sleeping um even if you go to the gym if you actually say and do and have the intention of going to the gym because you want to have a healthier body to actually be able to help people and because you're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have a healthy healthy um body then you actually also are given good deeds you're given you're given hasanat for going to the masjid um so that is very very important that is very nice to have in life that is how merciful and how amazing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so yes intentions you have to have you have to intend that you want to fast this Ramadan and you have to have to have good intentions about it and say that you're doing it not for Riyah and not for anything like that you're actually just doing it because you're doing it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to show off not for any other reason um and then my second most important goal is actually reading the quran twice um the, ver- the every for me at least every single ramadan i have been reading the quran at least once and i've had times where i've read the quran once and i was reading the second khutma but i just never was able to get to that point i've never finished it twice um so the goal is because because i'm trying to challenge myself is to actually try and finish two khutmas and if if 
I didn't, which which I really want to. But if I didn't, I will. I am willing to actually ease off a little bit on that goal because I am also at the same time memorizing one page of Quran a day, which I was not doing previously. So if I'm able to still finish one khutma and and memorize one page every single day, then I am willing to um, accept only one khutma. Um, it is very very important to read Quran it's very important to actually know what the Quran is saying and not just speed reading through um, what you are actually um, seeing in the, in the in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's very very important to understand the tafsir and the meanings behind what is being said because when you understand what is being said you also get more hasanat for that you get more ajr for that because you are understanding and because you're linking it to your life um, if that makes sense um, at least for me when I read Quran I like to read it as if I am reading a story and I like to link the stories uh, or sorry the surahs together as if they are a story and I try to find similarities between the surahs um, that is one thing that I do that makes reading Quran way more enjoyable and doesn't feel like it's a chore because it's very important to not make it seem like a chore because when it does feel like a chore you're going to be bored you're not going to be able to read through and actually enjoy it if that makes sense and don't do it just because you're actually doing it to reach a goal and or to just say that you finished reading the quran if that makes sense and then the third second important thing to me is qiyam lil or sorry like going to the masjid um going to the masjid in general right for taraweeh and for qiyam lil the last 10 days of ramadan okay now getting to that point first of all i will talk about taraweeh a little bit so for me um going to taraweeh is very important because number one um you feel very close to allah you focus or at least for me okay um i focus a lot on um my salah and on other stuff when i am at the masjid because i know that i am at a place where i can't do anything else but actually just pray or just read the quran or do ibadah right it's a place like dedicated just for that reason um so it's very very important to or it's very hard to actually distract yourself and focus on other stuff because you can't do it anyways you are not home so you don't have access to anything that you would have access to at home other than your phone and i really really do recommend and encourage that not to bring your phone to the salah but that's that's just me so <laughs> anyways okay someone is calling me um nah, i don't think i can answer right now i'm sorry dude okay i didn't know that it was still going but anyways um yes mentioned for tarawih and then the other thing is that you're surrounding yourself with good people you're surrounding yourself with a good circle everyone is there for one reason which is ibadah and even if they are there for another reason it is their intention and we do not um actually know any person's intention so we don't know why any other person would be at the masjid other than actually for the fact of doing salah and doing ibadah so um we will think <laughs> we, we i would like to think better of people and just say that they're there actually for taraweeh and therefore actually ibadah and then the other thing is uh, getting to that point okay we all know Laylatul Qadr. I hope so. So we know that the ajr for Laylatul Qadr is actually mudaaf. So it's multiplied. It's actually um, 
based on 30,000 days. So whatever you do is actually as if you've you've done the same thing 30,000 times. You know what I mean? So it is it is very it's a very important day and it's it's amazing and you're very lucky if you actually get to witness that day. But getting to the but a lot of people have this misconception that Laylatul Qadr is going to be the 25th night of Ramadan. And when you go to the masjid that night, if you find parking, you're going to be lucky. If you actually were able to find a spot to pray, you are lucky. You have to make sure that that day you actually go to Salat al-Maghrib and pray Salat al-Maghrib and reserve a spot for Salat al-Isha and then Taraweeh. Like you, people are going to be... <laughs> You know how, okay, this is a very bad thing to say, but you know how people line up for Black Friday and Boxing Day just to get the good <laughs> good deals? Laylatul Qadr is kind of the same thing because people are lined up for their spots at the masjid during that night. So, um, and, and the, the, the thing is, the upsetting thing is that you we actually do not have any way to know which night is going to be Laylatul Qadr so the 25th night is not actually a hundred percent um you know it's it's not a hundred percent guarantee that it's actually Laylatul Qadr so please folks please don't just go to the masjid for only the 25th night of Ramadan okay please go there for all the 10 nights the last 10 nights because you never know which one is going to be actually Laylatul Qadr and you never know you don't want to miss it so be there for the last 10 days for the love of God please um so that's that and then also by the way there is a hadith um عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من قام رمضان إيمانا واحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه رواه البخاري So basically what that hadith means it's just whoever fasts the month of Ramadan out of sincere faith and in pursuit of Allah's pleasure will have his previous sins forgiven right so um, not only you have Laylatul Qadr to actually build up all your deeds which is based on 30,000 days so every single deed that you do is as if you've done it 30,000 times so not only that and by the way 30,000 days is actually equivalent to 80 something years I think it was about 82 years it's equivalent to 82 years so that means your whole entire life you know so that is crazy so basically everything that you've done like the amount of hasanat that you're getting the night of Laylatul Qadr I hope all of us actually would be able to witness it is 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 huge it's a very very big amount so e- even on top of that just fasting ramadan also um basically will get all your previous sins to be forgiven as well and, and when i say that we're talking about regular minor sins and not the major sins not the kabair because the kabair i think i'm pretty sure the only way to remove um and make and get your um kabair to be forgiven or your major sins to be forgiven is if you do repentance we do tawbah um that's that's another topic but anyhow um that is yes that is the goal <laughs> masjid for qiyam al-layl and then uh, surrounding yourself with the right people that is another goal for myself um surrounding yourself with for me at least i actually work in a place where 90 percent of the people are actually uh non-muslims so i am surrounded by them all day 
eight hours a day, five times a day. Five, oh, sorry. Five times a week, eight hours a day. I'm surrounded by non-Muslims. So for me, it becomes sometimes a little bit hard to kind of see everyone and everyone eating, everyone drinking, everyone doing whatever they are doing as if it's nothing to them, even though you've just did a major lifestyle change, you know? Um, So it becomes hard. So going back to the third point of actually going to the masjid, that is why it's very it's also very important to go to the masjid because it makes you feel like you are not alone all those people that are at the masjid with you at that time are actually going through the same thing as you and that is especially if you're living in the west so if you're living in countries that are non-muslim countries right it might be a little bit different for folks that are actually living in muslim countries because everyone around you hopefully everyone around you is actually fasting and doing what they're actually supposed to be doing um so yeah surrounding yourself with the right people and of course not getting affected by what's going on around you especially again especially if you are living in the west so try your best to not get affected by what you see because also it's also sometimes hard to remember that you're actually fasting when all of the people that are around you are just eating and drinking um because subhanallah like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that even if you have a reason not to fast even if you have a valid reason not to fast because there are a couple of valid reasons um that are acceptable for you to not fast one of them if if you are sick and you you actually cannot live without your medication then that is uh one way to to be okay with not fasting to break your fast for the month um but if you have a valid reason for you to not fast even then you are not allowed to eat in front of other people you're not allowed to drink in front of other people if you're a muslim i'm saying if you're a muslim um you you still have those restrictions those constraints because you want to make it easier for other people around you right you want to you want to help them to do uh the the good things if they're able to right so subhanallah like seeing people drink and eat all the time sometimes it's gonna affect you it's gonna make you forget that you're even fasting so that is that and i think really that is that is everything that i have to say or those are all the goals that i have and i hope that all of us are able to uh, build up goals and plan goals for ramadan and be able to follow up with them find yourself a partner to motivate you to do those things and to um, actually make goals together for ramadan and hold yourselves accountable for that it's gonna it's gonna help you and especially if it's a ta'ala. so yeah that is that that is all i have to say um i will say that yeah that is that is all and thank you so much for listening if you do get end up to if you do end up getting to this point and yeah thank you assalamu alaikum